shifts a lot of things and it continues to shift a lot of things. Working out, getting more energy, eating better, my, the relationships, the, the level of authenticity that like, I feel like is brought forth from working out, I think is amazing. And the more that I guess I tapped into that limiting belief about, oh, I can't push myself this hard or I can't do this, I can't do that. Working out lets me challenge that part of my mind that lets me know, no, you can't do it. Maybe not today, but next week or in a month or next year, you'll be able to get to that point. And I think that's what I like about fitness as well too. I mean, I gotta go buy new shirts back to the out. It's time to lead the way with your host, Saul Chavez. We are on a mission to transform your health and life through coaching. If you want to learn more about losing fat, building lean muscle, and becoming more healthy, you came to the right place. Let us show you how to reach your fitness goals once and for all. We aren't going to just show you the way. We are going to lead the way. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Lead the Way Fit Podcast. I'm Coach Sal, and with me today, I have a good friend, Fabian Alvarez. Fabian, say what's up to everybody, brother. How's it going? How's it going, Sal? How's it going? Hey, everybody else listening in? <laughs> I appreciate you joining me, man, uh, taking some time off to, to do this podcast thing. Again, our goal is to just reach the public with people from the public, like, you know, many podcasts today, it's all about fitness professionals. They have professionals on or they want the famous person. I want the people we work with. I want, you know, everyday, the everyday person telling their story and how it works and what they're trying to accomplish in life and how fitness actually, you know, how the fitness actually plays in that role, man. So I appreciate you taking the time, brother. I appreciate it. appreciate the opportunity as well, too. Yeah, once I heard uh, that you were doing this, I thought it was a really, really good idea and said, it's an awesome idea as well, too. It's another avenue for the business to get the mental health or like just like the health aspect out there as well, too. So it's yeah. good. I appreciate the opportunity as well. Let's rock and roll, man. So, dude, t- tell us a little bit about yourself, Fabian. Where are you from? Where'd you grow up at? You know, what's your family dynamic dynamic like? And how did health and fitness play a role in your guys' life growing up? Originally born here in Del Monte, moved to Baldwin Park. When we were like three years old, I think, and I've been involved in the park for the last, I'm 30 now, so the last 27 years, so I'm pretty familiar with the area a little bit, so that's kind of how, like, where we grew up and stuff. In terms of the family dynamics, uh, as you know, my mom's uh, really big into fitness. Both my, I have two younger sisters as well, too, into fitness. Uh, my dad was always into fitness as well, too, and I think we were all kind of, like, grew up with that kind of, like, idea of, like, Apart from school, what else are we going to do? Like, what, what are we going to fill your time up as well, too? What's stuff to do? And um, sports was was a thing to do. For myself, growing up, I would say elementary, middle, high school, did sports. So it's been, definitely been something that has been kind of like part of the routine. But then you really realize the benefit of the routine, I guess you can say, until like I got into school, essentially like college, graduate program. That's kind of where I was like, oh, okay, fitness is definitely something that is needed for what I've learned about myself that is needed to, for, to benefit me, essentially. Now, you just recently got your master's, right? I did. I got my master's in social work with a concentration in adult mental health within the Latino population from USC. Rock and roll, brother. Congratulations again, man. Crazy story. Sure. little side note. Uh, you know, I'm in bed kicking it with my girlfriend, Carissa, and she's like, hey, check this out. And she shows me a picture and it's, 
One of our one of uh, one of my close friends and clients, her name is Erica Silva, who's a professor at USC. She's doing her thing at USC for the graduation, and she's filming the whole thing. And sure enough, there goes Fabian trying. <laughs> she's like, "That's Fabian," and we both just started laughing. Neither of them actually have ever met or know each other, so uh, it was just it was hilarious. It's such a small world, uh, unique place, and so that was actually really cool seeing you. And you were the MC, right? <laughs> you were the MC of the of the graduation ceremony, correct? I was. I was the MC as well too. A little side note as well, too. Uh, I remember you sending me over the pictures as well, too. Like, hey, is this you? Like, I remember getting a few pictures. And at that point, because I had told no one, actually. I kind of wanted it to be a surprise um, for the family. Like, whenever I got up there and I was like the the MC, essentially, of the the ceremony. But, yeah, I remember I was up there. I was, like, really nervous because I've never spoken to that population, that large of a crowd. And I'm there as, as soon as I get to the podium for like the opening speech i get your text and saying like hey is this you and i was like oh sal like i appreciate the the what's it called the, the support and everything but i was like i'll answer i'll, I'll answer you in a bit sal, i promise you. <laughs> <laughs> i was like freaking out i was really really nervous but it was a really really great opportunity the energy was amazing um i specifically remember my mom actually she was always asking oh where are we going to sit? Uh, where's the best place to sit at, to see you? And I was like, just sit anywhere. You know, I promise you'll be able to see me wherever <laughs> you sit at. Uh, and truth be told, yeah, I, we, I and then the graduate speaker as well, too, uh, were able to sit right in front of the graduating class to give our, 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 our speeches, essentially. Uh, so it was a really, really good opportunity. Shout out to La Casa at USC. Uh, Leti, if you're watching this, muchas gracias otras for the opportunity. <laughs> And, um, and yeah, was, I heard you knocked it out of the park, man. I heard you did phenomenal. So I wouldn't expect anything less. Just so you guys know, Fabian, Fabian's a solid, solid uh, human being, man. He does a lot of good things uh, just around the community. He's working hard for the Latino community as well. Uh, he comes from an awesome family. I know his whole family. Uh, I've trained his sister. I've trained, we still train uh, his mom. Uh, I, we've actually trained both of his sisters. So this is a a family dynamic that is amazing. It's really what, you know, this, that's the, the epitome of what families should look like and be like and the way they work together. So I'm definitely grateful to, to be able to work with all of you guys, man. And, and honestly, for me, it's always so humbling when a, a family is able to trust me and, and trust the business and trust our company, because that says a lot. When the whole family is here, it says a lot about, uh, about what we're doing. It's, it's just, it's honor. It's an honor for us, man. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and all the Alvarez's, all you guys. Appreciate it, appreciate it as well, too. I I would have to say the same thing as well, too, about the, I've been hearing a lot of the podcasts that you've been doing as well, too, and you mentioned, like, the training, uh, the being able to kind of, like, see, train uh, myself, my sisters, and, and my mother, but it really wouldn't be possible without that type of energy that yourself, your coaches bring to the gym as well, too. So shout out to them as well, too, for that motivation, that, like, constant positivity it's it's definitely a, a an amazing environment to be in and to kind of check out once you walk in through that door as well too so thank you to yourself as well too for for, for the work that you're doing too well, i appreciate it we appreciate it man thank you <laughs> so the, and why so why did you uh why did you get started i'm pretty sure karina was the first one to walk in the door yeah yeah right? mm-hmm. and so uh, karina was patty it wasn't you it was patty 
Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it was Karina or if it was my mom, actually, uh, the one that started first sure. initially. I want to say it was either my mom or Karina. But yeah. I know Karina and my mom were like the very first ones. It might have even come together. <laughs> I think so. I think yeah. that. They came together. And then, yeah, like I I think at that, I don't know when they started exactly, but I know they had started a few years already before I had joined. And I think at that point when they had started, I was, I think I was just working at that point. What made you want to start though? What made me want to start? I think just the the routineness of going to work, coming back, resting the rest of the day, and then like going back to work, that like monotony of schedule. I realized after a while, it was kind of like a, I would just tell myself, oh, I'm too tired to go work out. And it was always a thing. It was always a mindset as well too. I would say what got me into working out was was a was a, a mindset shift. I would say too, because myself included. I mean, I I say that like fitness has always been like a thing that was beneficial to myself during out. A lot of my life, there was a point in my life where I was like, nah, I'm just gonna like say that for or not, like for later on. But yeah, definitely that mindset in kind of saying I'm too tired to go work out, but it's it's because I'm not making the time to work out. I'm not making that lifestyle choice. So I think having that shift in that lifestyle choice for myself was a thing that I wanted for myself, essentially. I didn't want to just come home and just like rest and then go to work the next day as well, too. It it shifted a lot of things and it continues to shift a lot of things. Working out, getting more energy, eating better, my, the relationships, the, the level of authenticity that I, like, I feel like is brought forth from working out, I think is amazing. And the more that... I guess I tap into that limiting belief about, or I can't push myself this hard, or uh, I can't do this, I can't do that. Working out lets me challenge that part of my mind uh, that lets me know, no, you can't do it. Maybe not today, but next week or in a month or next year, you'll be able to get to that point. And I think that's what I like about fitness as well, too. I mean, I got to go buy new shirts practically now. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, man. I, I want to I dive into that. You know, you started off by saying, you know, you, you had the mindset and you said it was a mindset. Come home, I'm tired. I'm too tired. I just want to rest. And, you know, that you just get to this routine of just the same old, same old day in, day out. It becomes monotonous. It becomes even more tiring. You get more fatigue and there's no stimulation. You know, it's just the same thing over and over again. I very much preach what you do on the mat or what you do on the gym floor, you do in life. So the way you work the gym floor, you work in life. And like you said, it t- it's teaching me that I can push myself a little bit more. It's teaching me that I can break out of what I know or what I think are my limits. And this is, that's, that's, that's life. That's truth. What you do on the gym floor, you start to recognize that, oh, wait. I am strong enough. Oh, wait, I do have more energy. Oh, wait, I can't produce more energy. Oh, wait, I can go a little longer. I can challenge myself more. I don't have to be, I don't have to fall to my fears. I can still be scared and still try and be successful. Or like you said, maybe fail right now, but I understand that with practice, I can get there. And the same thing you do on the gym floor, that's how you live in life. So when you go into school, you go to school for, for six, seven years of, of, you know, collegiate, collegiate years like this, that's hard at USC, especially you start to, you know, recognize, Oh, wait, I could do more. I could do more. I could take this. I could take that. 
You're getting ready to start a career in social work and the same thing. In a relationship, yes, you can you know, do a little bit more. Yes, you can be a little bit more attentive. Yes, you can. And you start to stimulate those, those pathways in your brain. You start to recognize your true potential and you start to believe in yourself. That is the beauty of exercise. It really is in the beauty of the gym when you go in with that mindset, when you go in with a purpose. Because there's a lot of people out there that just go, sit on a machine, have the time on their phone. They're not really thinking growth. Mm-hmm. They just want to play the role. That's not what we do here. And I'm really glad that you said that as well, too, because you hit on a lot of really good points right now that I really agree with as well, too, that that idea of uh, whatever you do in the in the gym also is reflected in different avenues in your other lifestyle as well, too. And I think that's a really kind of key aspect that to hit on as well, too, because it definitely can play out in a lot of different areas of your life. If if let's say my immediate environment is like, I'll just, I'll put this away later. I'll put this away later. And it starts, things to start accumulating after a while. Then you become disorganized in this space, but it lets me know that you're also disorganized in like other areas of your lives as well too. So what is it that is kind of contributing to that disorganization that um, the idea of, okay, I think one of the things that uh, I'm trying to relate to that is the idea of, of just staying organized, staying uh, disciplined with, with the fitness Consistency, I think, is one of the biggest things as well, too. Prioritizing. Um, prioritizing as well, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a friend earlier, and we were talking about this, and it's, it's a matter of you're going to be tired, mm-hmm. period. We, this is life. Life is work. You're going to be tired. So you have a choice. You could be tired of how you feel, tired of doing nothing, tired of getting nowhere, or you could be tired from a day of winning. You could be tired from a day of accomplishing. You could be tired from a day of prioritizing your goals and getting after it. Either way, you're tired, but one is rewarding. The other one is defeating. And that's really what it does come down to because everybody's tired. There isn't any one person in this world that isn't physically tired or mentally tired. It's how it's what you're getting from it. You're getting misery or you're getting victories. That's the difference. It really comes down to it. And at the end of the day, it, it, it's a mindset. It's all a mindset. It's highest perspective. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is a mindset as well, too. Um, I see it a lot as well, too. Me and, me and my family speak about it when we're working out and like you're you're on those last few reps, the last like half hour of the workout and like even like the five pound weight seems like super heavy. <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely is a mindset as well, too, um, in terms of like being able to push yourself to a new height of of fitness within yourself as well. I think something that has helped me kind of cultivate that mindset as well is that sometimes when we're getting to that point of, of fatigue and you mentioned it as well too, while we're working out, um, you mentioned it, You, I, I always listen to like the little messages you give us throughout the workout and especially towards the very end, uh, which I very much appreciate as well too, because it helps boost that final, like it, it helps kind of dig deep and say like, no, there's still more energy there's still more that i can expel more that i can tap into uh it's just really allowing myself to get to go there and tap into that ability to say like i can do it i have more i have at least one or two more reps in me and the reason why i mentioned that as well too is because it definitely is a mindset because at the moment of fatigue all you're thinking about is your mind is completely attached to the thought of i can't do it anymore this is exhausting i am too tired it's going to be my last one but then as soon as you hear somebody else or like the person next to you 
when we're in groups say, come on, we got more, we, we got this. Uh, it almost like jolts you out of that mindset yeah. and lets you know like, okay, I'm in it because this person's in it or I'm in it because the coach is in it. And so it's, it's a constant of like environment that you guys have built to help one another and to help slowly shift that mindset essentially to a more focused. Yeah. I try to re- distance myself from using positive or negative terminology and more like cultivating terminology okay. as well too. Like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It helps with like the self-talk and like kind of what we're discussing as well too. So definitely, definitely. So I know I, in my experience, I see that people, uh, and I'm talking about my own personal experiences and in my life, walking my path and then knowing people very well, seeing their walk, they walk their path. It's easy to get distracted. It's easy to let the stresses and the emotions and the waves of life make you lose focus, right? Make you, make you forget of what you're capable of, make you forget of what you're, what, where you're powerful at. And so, like you said, you start to, you start to focus on the struggle on the, I can't, or this is hard, or I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And this is what I love. One of the reasons why I love group training and why I believe so much in, in training with a coach or a trainer, because you need somebody, you want somebody to kind of readjust you, to jolt you, like you said, jolt you back to that reality of like, I could feel this way. doesn't mean I have to believe that. And I could just mm-hmm. go on one more step, one more step. It's okay to feel that way. It's natural to feel that way. It's expected to feel that way. But doesn't mean you have to believe it. You can move forward. You can go again. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and uh, adding to that as well, too, if I, if I may piggyback off that, that philosophy, um, to maybe even exist or if you're at that point of fatigue and to the point where you're stuck to the idea of like, I can't do it anymore. Um, I think something that has helped me uh, cultivate that mindset, uh, cultivate that mindset a little bit more is to let myself know that if I'm struggling, that's exactly where I need to be. This is, this is what I came to the gym for. Hmm. Um, I, I came to the gym to exist exactly in this moment of struggle. And so this is where I, this is where I begin to, to live this this is this is I, I think about it like okay this is this is where i want to get to now let's stay here and push ourselves a little bit more as well too uh, i look to live there <laughs> essentially <laughs> in your words it's where you cultivate your strength i love that man that was that was strong I, I, i'm with you right there i know um when i you know i've been training uh to some aspect now for 20 something years and it, for different reasons at different stages in my life. I know for one period, it was really because of that. Like this, I need to go struggle. I'm struggling in life. I'm struggling mentally, but I need to go somewhere where I feel safe and in control and struggle there and learn to control my environment, learn to control my mindset, my, my thought process, my physical movements. It's a great place to go and learn to struggle. It's a beautiful place to go and learn to struggle. It's safe, it's controlled chaos. And at the same time, you start to learn your own body, your own line of thinking. It's a good way to, to teach, to, to, to rewire that if we can. Exactly. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier as well too. If you have that philosophy while you're in the gym of, okay, I'm just gonna struggle here um, and do what I can and push myself a little bit more with the help of others, then that can also kind of 
translate into once you're outside of the gym. It's, I think what I've learned is that if the gym and exercising is one of the things that helps kind of clear the mind, I'm very big on being mindful, staying as present as possible. I think it's one of the things that I really try to kind of create and add within my environment. And so I don't know if you've ever seen when we're like working out sometimes, I just tend to like close my eyes and just like let the clock run out, but still doing the reps. Uh, it's that moment of like, rather than being attached to the idea of fatigue and exhaustion, I recenter myself into being present with my body and saying, okay, my body's telling me this, but I know that I don't have to listen to that part of myself that says you can't do it or you're, this is going to be the last one. Like, no, there's still a little bit more. And if we detach ourselves a little bit from that, I guess, negative cycle of thinking, then that can also translate even unconsciously, or like you said, rewire, um, which is a great, great word as well too. rewire ourselves to think that way in other aspects of our lives, whether it be our careers, our relationships, you mentioned earlier as well too, I can attend to this a little bit better, or I can structure my schedule a little bit more as well too, rather than sitting with the limiting belief of saying, this is, this is, this is what I can do. And that's, I'm just going to stop there because that's what I know. It's like, no, like we can, we can push a little bit more as well too, but there's also that balance as well too. You know, not just constantly pushing ourselves because we've got to let our bodies rest as well too. <laughs> and we're going to be all tore up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Man, this is a deep conversation, brother. I, I love this. Let's get on that though. I mean, what would you say is your cycle? Like, what are you doing in terms of, because again, I know, I know you just graduated with your master's. Uh, are you currently working and you're looking for jobs or are you currently working and still looking for the one job that you look, that you want? And then, you know, you come to work out. How well do you sleep? How well do you take, how well do you handle that side of the life? So right now I'm still currently looking for jobs. Um, I'm still looking to see how I can continue working in the field that I've been studying, which is uh, essentially kind of mental health, providing therapy for the Latino community. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm at right now. But also realized that that was something that I needed to take a little bit of break as well, too, because the field kind of can be emotionally like taxing. And so it kind of leads to like burnout. And so taking that time to kind of like recenter myself a little bit more, find what are the things that I truly value to kind of continue working in that area? Uh, it's kind of where I'm at right now. So that kind of goes in hand in hand with the, what you mentioned right now, of like how do I take care of that part of myself? Exactly that, adding a little bit more compassion to saying it's okay to take a break. Um, you need this break. My mind and body is telling me to take a break. You need to slow down. Uh, and really listening to and kind of like tuning into kind of your internal sort of self. Yeah, a lot of people just, you know, go, 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 and, you know, stress out, burn out, and then mm -hmm. just become a little too haywire. It's I agree. It's bad for your health as well. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. There's different reasons. I would say there's different reasons for that. Some of that can be either financial of, like, there's no other choice. I mean, we got to pay. Um, got to pay the bills. We got to pay the bills. We got to survive. I see that with... Uh, I, uh, I would say like my parents' generation, my grandfather's, my grandfather's generation, they had no time to be able to kind of reflect on the things that my generation, my sisters are able to reflect on more of like our internal sort of world. 
um, they were just really stuck on like survival mode, essentially. Uh, and so that essentially lets me know that, okay, there can be reasons as to why people have difficulty slowing down as well, too. Some of it can be financial, generational. I think my students and myself have had the privilege of being able to have that ability to slow down as well and really kind of hone in on, uh, on ourselves, essentially. Yeah. But yeah, getting back to that idea of like how else are we kind of taking care of like all the other aspects uh, of a sense of self? I mean, it goes, uh, I try to think about health and fitness, not just in terms of like mind body, but I try to think about it as in like layers. Like there is me who is me, but there's different aspects of me. So there is my relationships, there's my mind, my body, my spirituality, education, hobbies. So there's different parts of myself that I need to take care of. And finding the time to take care of these aspects of myself ultimately bring forth a more, I would say, centered, authentic self that can just vibe with people rather than just being like stuck in the idea of like, oh, I have to get to this or I have to get to that. I haven't done that in a while. Um, and just like going down that spiral as well, too. Hmm. Um, so I think that's what my journey has brought me. Uh, this is how I've kind of understood myself as well, too but always open to hearing other people's journeys as well. So it's, it's, I think it's one of the things that's interesting about hearing other people's lives and stories, which I think is what attracted me to the field as well. Hearing how other people experience the world through the different cultures, different identities, uh, different experiences is always uh, a treat to me as well too. I, I remember when we used to go hiking as well too, I had no idea that you had come from a family of uh, being raised from a single mother. And that to me was like, oh my God, like I had no idea that that was part of your life or that you were in the Marines. That, that was, that was awesome to hear. I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I, I want to, I want to hear more. So it was awesome to kind of like get to know you as we we're hiking uphill <laughs> as well too. Oh, we oh, get oh, to. again. We should we're need, need to get it, back to. Yeah. It's, it's got to let it cool down a little bit. <laughs> it's 7 a.m. It's already in the nineties. So we'll let it cool down a little bit, but I'm with you. Those were good. Um, and I'm right there with you, man. I, I, I very much, it's one of the reasons I love doing what I do. You know, this is a very personal journey. Health and fitness is a very personal thing. And so I get the opportunity to not only get to know somebody on a superficial side in the sense of like, you know, hobbies and stuff like that, but I get to know people on a very personal level because to, to really get to the root cause of why they have certain beliefs, we got to get down deep. And so um, that, again, it's, it's, it's humbling, and an honor for me that people trust me enough to be able to go down that route because that's very private and personal. And it's something that I cherish and I, I keep sacred. I don't, I don't put people's business out there. But at the same time, we build relationships, friendships. I know that no matter what, I'm, I ain't going nowhere. I'm not going to go anywhere. But if I ever did, you guys, I would still have you all in my life for the rest of my life. I know that. Like, I know we're friends we're friends forever. And so that's something to me that I always feel very grateful for. And that's the thing, you know, that's what this whole thing, this whole, you know, this life journey is about. And, and like you were saying, the layers, health and fitness is a big factor of that. It's one of the layers. And if you keep that at a bay, or if you don't pay attention to that, you will suffer. You will mm -hmm. suffer in one way or another. You know, I love how you were putting that in layers. Just like your body, you can't just go and work your chest, right? 
you can't be one of those guys with the big buff chest and super skinny legs like you. <laughs> SpongeBob, you can't be SpongeBob. <laughs> you got you. You have to balance everything out. Pay attention to everything and every aspect of your body. And again, what you do on the gym floor, you do in life. And you start paying attention to all the things in life. And you start paying attention to all the things that are part of your life. The 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 rest, the hobbies, the relationships, the career. But you put equal amount of attention to him. I heard this a long time ago um, from a guy who I love to listen to. His, his name is Ed Milet. And he always told me that balance doesn't mean that you're going to be at this even keel across the board. No, at certain points in your life or even through your day, you have to put more attention to one aspect of your life. But you come back around and you start paying attention to the others at different points of life in your day and your time. That's balance, right? So it's not a matter of whether like, you're always going to be an even kill. No, certain areas, certain aspects will have more of your attention throughout your day or throughout the next couple of months or, or maybe certain parts of the year, but you always got to balance it out, come back and fix the finish or pay attention to the others. And the more you do that, the healthier life you will have, the healthier relationships you'll have and the healthier career you will have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And it, it's almost like um, it like refreshes what you were originally like, so concentrated on looking at as well too like let's say you're in uh, you've been looking at trying to work on something for a really long time you got to take a break from it as well so you got to take a break from it attend to other parts of it and then once you come back to it it's it's refreshing it's easier to do sometimes or you come in with a whole different perspective with it and it rather than pushing at it and like just trying to stick through with it and finish it it sometimes can be kind of like a less quality of work then coming at it, taking a break from it, and then coming back essentially as well too. So yeah. I, I agree. I agree with that mindset as well too. So, <laughs> Baby, what's next for you, man? What are you looking to achieve next in terms of your fitness path? Like, what's you know? I know we played around with the with the uh, powerlifting competition. Got to get at it next year, brother. Um, yeah. But does we have a powerlifting competition every? It's our second annual. Uh, that's coming up in about a month or so, and. We do it just for, again, just for people. We're not, there's no power, true power lifters here. We're just, this is everyday people. This is moms, dads, students. These are people coming in and just seeing what they got. Mm -hmm. themselves, <laughs> and the whole gym roots and cheers from all at once. Nobody's really ever really saying anything negative at anybody. So that, and I love that. So, but, but for you, what's next? What do you, what do you try to do? So I've actually been, we're getting back into like hiking, running long distances again. Uh, I used to do that for a little bit and then I got into like weight training. Uh, but I recently got back into like hiking long distances. Uh, I did the mud run, uh, like the 5K mud run yeah. a few months ago. So I'm hoping that by December, I'm able to do another mud run, but either the 10 or the 15K um, mud run at this point. So in terms of like fitness journey, that's kind of what I want to get to. Um, and in terms of the weightlifting competition, I know definitely for sure yeah, next year would be awesome as well too, or just to continue working on that slowly as well too, rather than just like going in, guns blazing and possibly like injuring myself. I'm just going to like <laughs> yeah. take it easier, slow it down a little bit and work on everything else in order to lift that heavy as well too excited to see kind of where, where that journey would lead would lead us as well to for for next year but 
<laughs> wow, your sister was in the inaugural one. She did awesome. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, that was awesome. I, don't know, I mean, I don't know how much you're running right now, but Coach Josh, Coach Valeria, her husband, Josh, Dan Wall, another one of our clients, and a couple others. I think Vicky Munoz, another one. Of our, we're all doing the Dodger. I and myself, we're doing the Dodger 10K is on mm. August 13th. Uh, we got a seven. It just we just they just updated the time to 7 p.m. 7:50 uh, run time. It starts. It's just a sunset run. Uh, if you're interested, man, come join the crowd. We're gonna have some fun running. Yeah, I've actually I uh, started looking at. I think you mentioned the uh, Pasadena Pacers. Yeah. Uh, a few months ago, so I started running with them as well too. Oh, good. Uh, that's, hey, they, that's a good group to learn to run with, man. They mm-hmm. they got their they got it all locked down. I think there's like a thousand members in that group or something like that. It's crazy. It, it's good. They go hiking all around Los Angeles as well too. I've yeah. already went hiking on places I didn't even had never heard of as well too. But <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> that's awesome, man. All right, well, bro, if you're if you're interested, man, join up. This we'll we'll make it a we'll make it an event that night and go get some good food after or something. Yes, yes. Some tacos afterwards. Got to refill. We'll be right there by Dodger Stadium. Perfect spot. <laughs> like my grandma says, you got to refill the long time right now again. <laughs> Baby, um, what would you tell a person similar as yourself who maybe you know is in school, finishing school, getting their master's, looking for a career, has put so much time and effort into that, but maybe in the back of their head they're telling themselves, "I got to get back," or "I got to get in shape," or "I got to do." What advice would you give that person right now? In terms of if this person had the goal to get back into like fitness, mm-hmm. I would say it really comes down to if they value fitness. One of the ways that I've looked into it as well too is to allow yourself to see it as a lifestyle rather than than in an, an addition to your lifestyle uh, to try to see if we can incorporate that into a lifestyle rather than thinking about it as something else that I have to check off my schedule. Because then it becomes a something else, something that's apart from like your sense of self. So seeing it as something that why don't we why don't we forget to not go eat or why don't we forget to not pay the bills because it's part of our lifestyle. It's part of something that we have to do or that I choose to do, essentially. Seeing it from that perspective, it becomes easier to make the time and to structure your schedule to see it as just something else that what is going to benefit me uh, is going to benefit the things around me and will ultimately be uh, a benefit for my future self as well, too. That's mm-hmm. great stuff. Honestly, I appreciate you taking the time for me, man. And, and joining me on this podcast, keep doing what you're doing, brother. I'm super proud of you. Uh, I'm grateful to know you in any way, anything I can do to help just, you know, you just got a phone call away, man. And I'm here for you, brother. Appreciate it. Sal. Thank you. And that's uh thank you for the coaches as well, too. I appreciate the space. I don't know if you really understand the positivity that y'all brought to my graduate experience. Um, graduate school as a person of color can be difficult. And to be able to have that space to be able to like say, okay, I'm just going to work this off uh, was an amazing, amazing space for myself. So much gracias. So I, I appreciate that as well, too. So you're doing awesome work as well, too. The messages you put out there are very uplifting. Uh, appreciate it man very much too i very much too brother we're here for you we always will be man all right but guys on that note leadthewayfit.com you can check us out online or go to any social media platform you can find us there as well reach out to us we are in southern california uh monrovia and rancho cucamonga come check us out touch base let's have some fun let's do this thing fabian have a great weekend brother 
I will see you at the gym, man. Peace out, everybody. Hey, this is Coach Sal, Lead the Way Fitness. If you live in the Southern California area and are looking to start your fitness journey or restart it or wherever you're at in life, you just know you need to get in shape, get healthy, get your mind right, come check us out. LeadTheWayFit.com or you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. We are ready to help. Rock and roll.